Good morning, good afternoon, a good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I want to thank you for listening to The Dash with Matrilla. Guys, let's talk about those who live among us, right? There are, and, and this is for, and when I say those that live amongst us, I'm not talking about alien beings. I'm talking about as a believer in Christ, when we're in church, when we're at work, when we're just doing everyday life, there is a ram that we are a ram that we're not able to see called the spiritual ram, right? And here is the thing. This podcast may not be for everyone, but here is what this podcast is designed for. It is designed to teach you what the word truly says in context and also to 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 actually encourage you, inspire you and lift you up, but to make sure that you have a clear understanding of what is going on around you. Most people are afraid to talk about the spirit realm because it sounds so spooky or kooky or religious and the whole night. I'm not trying to scare anyone. I'm not trying to uh, make it seem so mystical. I'm literally just telling you what is really in the word of God and what is true. So we're talking about those that live among us, amongst us as believers, as believers. And and we're still keeping up with um, the last podcast. We're picking up back where we kind of left off. So I was still encouraging you to actually read the book of Jude. If you've not read it before, and if you have read it before, go back and read it again and let it inspire you to stand on your faith, right? So here's what that looks like. In chapter, uh, in verse four, in the book of Jude, Jude tells the people, some men have crept in. Okay. What does that mean? It means that there are false teachers who have infiltrated the church, who have come into the church, you know, whether they're coming into the church saying they have a new revelation, whether they're coming into the church saying that, you know, they're pastors, they're deacons, they're prophetess and they're prophets or whatever it is. You want to make sure that the spirit that they're walking in under the influence of is a godly spirit. Why? Because Satan has, um, stolen, right? He has stolen from God the blueprint of how to set up a kingdom. So Satan has a kingdom as well, right? And his kingdom is a dark kingdom. However, that kingdom is set up with preachers and deacons and prophets and prophetess and you know, all, all of the alike, the same, it, 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 he tried to, um, mirror, God's kingdom. So he has these things set up, but the thing about it is they are, their, their doctrines, their teachings are false. So what they do is they, they, uh, they wiggle their way into the church, right? They sit next, they sit next to you in the pews. They sit in the pulpits. They sit all of all throughout the church. They look the part on the outside. They look holy. They say little things that sound holy, but if you listen closely enough to their conversation, conversation, you'll find out that they're not holy at all, or they're not godly at all, or they don't really believe in the word of God. So when you hear, when you hear me say they are, they are living around us and amongst us, it is because they truly are. I tell people all the time, just because you go to church doesn't mean that the devil didn't go to church as well. The devil goes to church just like you go to church. You know why? Because the church has forgotten how to actually operate in the power that was given to them. And when I say forgotten, and this is not for all churches, but there are a lot of churches today who, who 
water down their message, who leave Christ out of their message, who refuse to talk about the things that the Bible really say. It's, it's more like an inspirational thing now. And there's nothing wrong with being inspired because the Bible does tell us to lift each other up. But it also tells us to teach the word and teach the gospel, right? So <clears throat> here's what I just told somebody a couple of weeks ago. I don't understand how is it that the church, no particular church and, you know, none of that, but I'm talking about the churches that are not walking in this particular thing. Jesus himself says, feed, uh, heal the sick, cast out demons, heal the sick, cast out demons, heal the sick, cast out demons. Now he says some other things, but I we're, but we're actually just stuck on heal the sick and cast out demons. If Jesus says heal the sick, that means there are going to be some sick people. If he says cast out demons, that means there are going to be some people who are demonically possessed. So what does that, what, why aren't we walking in that authority? He says, heal the sick, cast out demons, heal the sick, cast out demons. So that means that those things actually exist, right? So why aren't we? Why? You know why? Because <clears throat> people are afraid, um, afraid to actually walk in the word of God, truly walk in the word of God. And again, I'm going to remind you, and I want to make sure I get, and I'm sorry, I want to make sure I give you the scripture for this. So we're talking about Matthews 10 and eight and Matthews 10 and eight. This is literally Jesus. I'm, I'm going to kind of give you, um, somewhat of, of the, the whole scripture and what, what I'm talking about, because I don't want to leave you hanging. He says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, right? So that, that, that version is, I think the, uh, the NIV version, but, but hear that version, hear it the way it said in the King James version or in the um, New American Standard version, right? They're all saying the same thing, just different translations. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse uh, out, cleanse the um, those with leprosy, cast out demons, and then what? Freely receive so that you can freely give. That's what he's saying. So why isn't the church operating in that authority? Because we're too busy playing nice with the world. We're too busy trying to make sure that people like us and that people click on our social media pages and people continue to just feel the pews. Well, here's what I'm going to say as a pastor. I want to be so correct when it comes to the word of God that I don't care if only one person comes to the church. I don't care if only one person clicks on the page or click on the site. I don't care if but one person calls for prayer. At least my name can go down in the book of heaven that at least one person's life was changed because we don't know if that one person's life is changed is going to affect the whole family. We don't know if that one person's life who's got who got changed is is going to affect a whole company. We don't know if that one person who came, whose life was changed, is going to affect a nation. We don't know. So guess what? Stop trying. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm getting so I, I get so uh, passionate about this. You know, when it comes to making sure people get the the truth in context. Stop trying to appease the world and start helping the world understand 
what the word of God really means for their life. Not this ritualistic stuff. I'm talking about really forging a relationship with the Lord to such a degree that when, when these men and women who have come into the church, start coming in, teaching false doctrines and things are, that are not in the word of God or switching and shifting and changing around the word of God, that you'll be able to understand, understand exactly what is going on, exactly what the word says and what it does not say, right? They live amongst us. They are, hey, they go to work with us. They, they're at the baseball games, football games. They're at the, the Girl Scout meetings. They're everywhere. But you have got to be able to identify them. And the only way to identify them is you have got to know the truth of the word of God. And that is my job. And I want to make sure y'all get the word of God, right? Get the truth. I'm not going to water it down. I'm not going to try to, um, you know, I'm not going to try to beat you over the head with it. I'm going to give it to you exactly the way it is in the word of God. And then I'm going to ask the Lord to tailor my words to such a degree that when you hear the words that you hear his voice and not my voice. And then I thank him continuously for letting me be a witness to what it is that he is doing in this world, what he's saying in this world. Hey, stay awake, right? I didn't say stay woke. I said, stay awake. Keep be alert to the things that's going on around you. And this is not about anything racial. We're going to talk about that too. This is not a racial thing. This is not a uh, prejudice thing. This is a spiritual thing because I don't care. Hey, we're all the same under the, under our skin, right? We're all the same. It just depends on what spirit It's the spirit that we allow that, that we are allowing to influence our life. What spirit is influencing your life? I'm trying to stop y'all. What spirit is influencing your life? What spirit are you under the control of? This has nothing to do with the color of your skin. This is man-made stuff. God is concerned about your spirit, about your soul. He's concerned about your heart. That's the important thing. And the enemy knows that, right? So that's why the attack is on. And that's why you have to be aware of those who are living amongst you. Hey, that's my spill for today. You guys know what I say. Never give up on your life. Never give up on your dreams. And never give up on God. And you better know the victory. It still belongs to Jesus. That is what makes you victorious. Y'all better have a great day.